0: Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments about the undead being that keeps getting resurrected over and over again are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Sylvester Stallone? I mean, Frankenstein. Isn't that right,
1: Frankenstein?
0: (laughs) I got confused. It's confusing. Trickery.
1: Both are back this week. Yes. Try, yes, try not to get Stallone them confused.
0: Stallone and Frankenstein.
1: Frankenstein's not the one training a young man to box.
0: But it does look, <laughs> It does look like Stallone is made of the parts of other people. <laughs> he does. Yes. Somebody's absolutely. eyes, somebody else's chin.
2: I forgot. I'm, I'm going to do a ramp up of Rocky movies and go see Creed, but uh, I guess I could do a ramp up of Frankenstein movies as yeah. well.
1: Oh, good Lord. There's oh, too many. Too, too many. many. Yeah, we'll Maybe. talk about too that. Too many bad they're ones. they're terrible.
0: Yeah.
2: They're all terrible. This one looks great, but... The-
1: Uh, This week in Star Wars, yes, I sent Adam a text, but not that you would go and look at the storybooks for The Force Awakens. But they're on shelves with full plot involved. What? So do not look at those. Uh, And no doubt a novelization is soon to follow before the movie comes out. Ignore it. Yeah, know it's good for Uh, you.
2: That sounds like crazy. It's going to blow the plot. But it's three weeks till a new Star Wars movie, dude. That's when these things come out. That's that's how close we are. Have you guys been
0: to CVS lately? It's like Star Wars threw up in there. It's so exciting. I love it so there's much. There's just Star Wars everything. There's cozies and blankets and Star <laughs> Wars it. tissue so boxes. Much. I love it so much. Adam, I don't know what you would need this for, but there's like a Darth Vader that's about three feet tall. You just put it oh. in your living room. It's amazing. I'm huh. getting a
2: Star Wars tattoo. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I'm going to do it right before this movie. Jar Jar Binks? I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm going to get Jar Jar. That's what I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> I'm am working the LA Auto Show and there's a Hot Wheels and they're all Star Wars and I'm like that is- there are no cars. No. Stuff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, no.
2: We've, we've gone off into the... And, and, and Boba Fett is not a, a tasty beverage that I would pour in my coffee either. But he's somehow on the creamer uh, container. He's somehow on the coffee oh, mate. Billy. It's his coffee mate Boba Fett. Okay. I was singing <laughs> with Yoda, the, fine.
0: All right, Adam, you're going to love this. I don't even know if Paul knows this. I was singing with the Bubeya Sisters, my crazy 60s that. singing group, and we were out on the street singing in the holiday in the park and people are walking by and you sing and we just change lyrics however and if we see someone we know we just stick their name and i am singing walking in a winter wonderland and mm. boba fett walks by oh some girl just oh like boba fett right. so we started singing about boba fett in a winter wonderland she stopped and enjoyed
2: do you do your christopher walken impersonation when you do walking in a winter wonderland walkin because in i'm, a I'm win- about that to suggest that for the boobay
1: sisters right now <laughs> i'll write it down here's a movie quote that's not a movie quote I'm walking here.
2: <laughs> That's
1: brilliant. One subscriber. That's so dumb. That is so awesome. Uh Welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire, and who do you have to screw around here to get a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit? You've reached Grand Zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, banter, bits, special guests, <laughs> and more as we broadcast from our studio, the Admirals Club. In the heart. Of Burbank Airport's Flyover Zone. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week at themovieguys.net, as well as iTunes, where we have a lot of people listening to us. Mm -hmm. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Vimeo, YouTube, Player.fm, TuneIn.com, PodDirectory.com, and it's all free. We're insane. <laughs> Basically we're out there. We encourage you to subscribe, especially at iTunes, share and like posts, rate us, leave a review. We appreciate it if you do. Still no charge if you do. And we're on WBAD.net. No charge for that. You know we're, what, we're Paul? Insane. I think
0: that you might be off your game a little bit because you don't have Bart giving you a hard time.
1: And and all why? That, I'll play the Bart role. Yeah.
2: There's no part, Bart. He's Wait, not is here. all that free? Wait, how much would it, how much does that cost me? No
1: charge.
0: <laughs> See? And I think you were just going through it without any harassment. And you're starting to get like, wait, what's going on? This is messing me up. See, uh, Bart is out this week because he actually has parents and family, and he went home to visit them.
2: Yes. Very sweet of him. You wouldn't imagine. No. That, that, that out guy. Out of all of us. I just saw one
1: day there was an egg, and Bart <laughs> came
2: out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope, out of and all no, of us. no, he has a
2: family he loves and loves him.
0: And he pays money to fly to see them. Yeah. And that's saying a lot.
2: See? So the next time he... Pee's all over something that you like, <laughs> Just, or or dares to say that, that uh, Nicole Kidman has not has held himself up at this point. Yeah. Just remember. He has a heart. A lovely gentleman flew home to
1: see his, to see his mom
0: parents. and dad, his parents.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's meant to say we're on, if you search us on Yahoo. Yeah. Oh, okay. We, we have pretty good search uh, <laughs> engine optimization going. So sure. Google, Bing, Yahoo. If you, if you forget the movieguys.net if that's hard. To remember (laughs) Just search us, we'll come right up Just look Uh, for the barbed wire on the label (laughs) I'm your host for the hardest working comedy show in the airwaves Paul Preston, here with Adam Witt Mangled baby ducks and Karen Volpe <laughs>
0: So be good for goodness sake whoa somebody's, somebody's coming. coming Stay
1: with us because later in the second December half of the 4th. show we will be joined by the executive producer <laughs> yeah of the new Julia Roberts Nicole Kidman Chiwetel Ejiofor What film how crazy is that That's Secret crazy. in their eyes and the executive producer right here Jeremiah Samuel yeah, How did that happen That's
2: awesome also, he must—you uh, know—he's on our show. You, he makes these little tiny movies. Uh, what's this kind of movie he makes? <laughs> he Big is, no, oh. Big he has time. put all Big the time. other
0: movies to shame mm. that have been on our show. Uh, Julia Roberts movie, love Julia that. Roberts
1: and Julia Roberts acting. Her so good. Yeah, so good. It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, he's been a, either an EP, line producer, or UPM and a bunch of different stuff. So can we show we're,
2: business, we're, uh, we're industry in- insiders? What's uh, EP stand for, Paul? Executive producer. Executive wow. Internet. Paul, you must be an industry insider. And
1: UPM, if you don't know, was an old, uh, before the CW. There was
3: <laughs> yeah, an exactly. old cable network.
2: Okay.
1: Homeboys from Outer Space. Yeah, that's what UPM probably... uh, covers. Of course. Uh... <laughs> Before he comes on, we will, as ever, be covering the new releases coming to a theater near you this yes. weekend, the big holiday weekend. Yeah. We'll give you our spoiler-free previews of Disney's The Good Dinosaur. Hmm. I don't know how Disney nature is going to pull that one off. Uh... Victor Frankenstein.
0: Hey, happy Hanukkah, everybody. I'm sorry? Yeah, uh, Frankenstein That's real close to my friend oh, oh. Finkelstein oh, yeah. Jewish, right?
1: Victor yeah. Finkelstein Later mm-hmm. in the show, Am Creed I <laughs> Creed about uh, maybe our favorite character from The Office
2: Yes I've been fighting my whole life It's not a choice for me <laughs> You see
0: this guy here staring back at you? That's your toughest opponent
1: Who's next?
3: I think that's true in the ring And I think that's true in life
1: Nice. You heard it here. Well, you've heard it all over the place. Supporting, Best Supporting Actor nomination.
2: Ooh. Oh.
1: I wow. think. Ooh.
2: I for playing Rocky that. Balboa? How
1: great would that be? Yeah. How great would that be? Yeah. Advance word is.
2: Did that win Best Picture? Rocky? Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: Rocky did, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think he won the Oscar for a screenplay. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Pretty sure.
2: And he did not win Oscar for Best Screenplay for uh, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever? No. Staying Alive? No. Staying Alive? No. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> Uh, so that's coming up um, but let's get to our first film of the week and uh, this movie features dinosaurs you mm. love dinosaurs
4: you like raisins
1: it's the good di- <laughs> <laughs> brilliant it's the good dinosaur which means I'll be kissing Pixar's ass Karen, mm-hmm. care to join me? yeah
2: I love fest.
0: Are your cute levels a little low? Are you feeling depleted when it comes to your adorable count? Well, Disney Pixar has the cure for all that ails you. Remember that bad movie from 2000 called Dinosaur? Yes. Well, erase it from your memory, because this is the good dinosaur.
1: Uh, Mm. But what if the title is ironic?
0: Hmm, let me just see a second. Nope, no hipster dinosaurs on the poster. It's not voiced by Sarah Silverman or David Cross. So, all right. We have a sincere movie. Oh. <laughs>
3: Leave
1: it to Pixar. Yeah. Sincerity, that's the new CGI. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> that's a new 3D. <laughs> well, then it must be Pixar. Yes, Pixar. The GIF of animated films. <laughs> ah, you've tried Peter Pan and <laughs> President's Choice <laughs> peanut oh. butter, but you always come back to GIF. Isn't that right, Hotel Transylvania 2? <laughs>
0: Now, Which Paul, is probably a huge hit.
1: By
0: the way. <laughs> <It> <laughs> probably me, was. They have to be. <laughs> Let me bring this to the table. If an asteroid misses the Earth and nobody is there but the dinosaurs to witness it, hmm. does God still exist? Oh, these are exactly the types of questions the Good Dinosaur refuses to answer. Oh,
3: that's
1: good news! <laughs> mm-hmm. In the Good Dinosaur, the meteorite that killed the dinosaurs misses Earth, eliminating their demise as well as the third acts of Starman and Spectre. <laughs> those both take place in meteor. <laughs> Right, craters. Okay. <laughs> we're movie guys. Anyway, you know, what are you gonna do?
0: <laughs> but when the main character, a cutosaurus named Arlo, gets separated from his parents, the good dinosaur plays more like finding Rex, or maybe finding Niceeratops. As Arlo tries to find his way home.
1: But what would an animated movie be without a lovable sidekick? Inside out? Metaphorical journeys don't count. Because the dinosaurs (laughs) survived the fatal comet, they have evolved alongside man, which is how the dinosaur came to find his sidekick, Jesus Christ!
0: No, Paul, you're thinking of the <laughs> Creation Museum in Kentucky. Oops. Spot is the actual name of the human boy befriended by Arlo the dinosaur, and Spot seems to have been raised by wolves, as he takes on all the affectations of a dog. He barks, he runs around on all fours, and he seems to have fleas.
1: Now the trailer dispenses with any attempt to give us the full backstory. Sure. The dinosaur just finds a homeless cave boy, and they run off together.
0: But what about the homeless boy's mom and dad?
1: He's a good dinosaur
0: <laughs> <laughs> will the good dinosaur be victorious against the bad dinosaur and his army of brainwashed feral humans who make you question the plausibility of creationism actually that's not a thing i have no idea why the title of the movie needs to emphasize the fact that this dinosaur is not a dick
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do.
2: well, i don't think anybody can be 100 percent a dick ma'am that's from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> he sent this message, uh, not 100% a dick. Do you think it's true? I don't well, I don't know if anyone would be 100%, 100% not a dick. A dick.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so amazing. why does this movie, uh, I'm not totally sold. No? I think it's the animation. He looks like a little Gumby to he me. He looks
2: cute. He, he looks doesn't cute. look. Gotta look cute.
0: I don't know. It kind of looks do? like a, a worm. You're
1: going to put a car in your car's movie and not make <laughs> that car cute? <laughs> well,
3: here's the deal. You may not
1: be the only one. Pixar, I think, had low confidence, too. It was supposed to be out not just spring, but spring last year. Oh, I saw wow. like a uh, panel at the D23 a few, huh. like a, two, two years ago that on this, ago. showing artwork, talking about it's coming this up. This preview, now, yes. Did they just wait until after Jurassic World when everyone's dinosaur crazy and they're going to go- That would have oh. been an accident,
2: though. They wouldn't know that- Jurassic World was going to be a huge success. They, they couldn't put oh. it close to Inside Out. They want to spread that out. So it might probably just a coincidence that, I, oh, now everyone's Dino crazy again.
0: I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's one of those things where I watched it and I said, I'm going to need to have tissues because it's just this little guy. Who needs to find his family, running away from scary stuff over and over and over? The trailer is only two minutes long, yeah. and he is almost <laughs> killed four or five times from totally different things trying to eat him.
2: But you know what's interesting? I mean, of course, Pixar is going to pull this out. We know they are. That's the fun thing about it. You're like, well, I don't know about <laughs> this one. Oh, well, it'll be brilliant. Right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like is like. I don't oh. know. This looks pretty... Sti- oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> A
1: third Toy Story? Okay, oh, oh. But look at the danger in that one. I mean, they were like seconds from being melted in the giant thing. But what I was going to say is the thing we
2: love about all the Pixar movies is never in the trailers. You're you right. can't put it in the trailers, yeah, right? You, you What's
0: about Brave?
2: can't put it in the trailer you know i mean
0: you can't put that four minute scene where the girl in in, up looks at that book yeah
2: that's never going to make it it's always going to be the
0: i can never watch that movie again just because i know that scene exists
1: yeah Yeah. yeah that's not the trailer though Thankfully. But
2: Pixar is yeah. really good at that sort of. I mean, you see it in this trailer a little bit too. But there's that sort of perilous journey, like in in Up. There, there, there's a sequence where they're running away and the cliffs are falling, and it's your your classic sort of CGI action and Bob 3D and all that sort of stuff. And you're like, yeah, but that's in that movie too, which is incredibly heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so I so hope we, it has everything. <laughs> they're
1: gonna nail it. Yeah, but it's probably. I also wonder if it's like we're really confident inside out. So it's put out same year as that uh-huh, and we're good for yeah. like being as great as we're supposed to be. Then we can get away with being good. You know? Like that's the thing. If they're good, it's kind of a disappointment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant to we, take it, do it this weekend though because this is the movie you're going to want to go to with is, your kids and your family. Yeah. That's what's fun
2: about all three of these movies. Is mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this, what angles is the family weekend you know, mm-hmm. being, being come at from? Yeah, so,
1: well, Let's get on to the next one then. All right. Yeah. It's called Victor Frankenstein. Oh. Yes, just in time for Thanksgiving comes a movie that reminds well, us all to be thankful that we've struck no Faustian bargains <laughs> and been killed by our desire to play God this year. Uh, also, I stuck to my diet, so lots to be thankful for. All right, Adam, let's do this.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: what? What? From the people that brought you Henry Dracula and Bob Wolfman comes Victor Frankenstein.
0: That's Frankenstein.
2: Oh, sorry.
1: Here's a movie that puts a new twist on the old legend telling the story of Victor Frankenstein. That's
4: Frankenstein. Sort
1: of usually overshadowed by Frankenstein's monster in most adaptations of Mary Shelley's famous gothic tale. This time, Frankenstein... That's
0: Frankenstein.
2: Okay. Is played by young Professor X, James McAvoy, who looks like he's having a blast with this part. I hope the cr- critics don't find out, because fun makes them
1: sad. Uh-huh. That's true. Who's... Co-starring in this Frankenstein tale. That's of Frankenstein. Why, man's hubris, of course. <laughs> it wouldn't be complete without it. Even though this movie is entitled Victor Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein.
2: His assistant Igor No, it's pronounced Igor. Oh, is given equal time and it's played by Harry Potter's <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Hey, if you're gonna hot
1: up every vampire and Frankenstein, then why shouldn't Igor be de-humped for the ladies as well? Through Igor's eyes, we see what it was like to work for a diabolical mad genius who is hell-bent on redefining the paradigms of humanity as we know it. Wait, didn't we already preview the Steve Jobs movie last month? Zing!
2: (laughs) Now here's a bit of trivia. Igor has a last name. What? It was Straussman. And according to this telling of the story, Igor is a gifted surgeon and largely responsible
1: for actually creating the monster that Dr. Frankenstein conceived. Daniel Radkiff played uh, Daniel Radcliffe played Harry Potter in a magical but dark realm. And then he appeared in The Woman in Black, which had an even darker world. Maybe Daniel should do a colorful Disney film or something set in the tie-dye nineteen sixties. <laughs> Things go horribly when
2: the monster they create goes on a rampage. It starts all oh,
3: It's a oh, it's a it's a
2: but invariably goes all.
3: Oh, yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it
2: always starts. But then later there's running and, and screaming.
1: <laughs> how many more movies and perspectives are we going to get? What about The Cleaning Woman at Victor's Place? Oh yeah, Or The nice. Newspaper Delivery Boy who befriended yeah. Victor Von Frankenstein? Of course. Like Did we miss the jilted gay lovers of the monster? Or the, is the lore really that rich? Anyway, here's a clip.
4: What do you do? You're not an engineer. You're not a designer.
1: You can't put a hammer to a nail. I built the circuit board. The graphical interface was
4: stolen. So how come ten times in a day I read Steve Jobs as a genius? What do you do?
1: Musicians play their instruments. I play the orchestra. We did preview this movie. Oh, I hey! thought so. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Steve Jobs. Victor, Victor Frankenstein.
2: So I'm going to watch every Rocky movie and okay. go see Creed and then I'm just going to watch that Thomas Jane one and then go see this. You which one is that? I, or is it Aaron Eckhart? Oh,
0: Aaron, Aaron Neck- Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hunky Frankenstein. <laughs> is it actually Aaron Eckhart?
1: <laughs> That's the weird part. We well, always I always make joking. the joke that Aaron Eckhart would stand in for Thomas Jane when the movie needs to have credibility, but yeah. that is, that's gone since oh, that Battle Los gone. Angeles. Oh, God, you're that's <laughs> it's
2: hilarious. My joke has come back to actually no, be real. I yeah. actually got the Olympus confused.
1: has fallen. <laughs> I, Frankenstein, Eric Eckhart's not the guy <laughs> anymore. This looks awesome, though. What? Yeah. Who directed this?
2: I don't
0: know I'm not sure. it I'm not feels sure. like this Sherlock Holmes they made it, it glossy
2: yeah and it has that sort of like Victoria I mean mm-hmm. I, you know it's a guy a guy doing a mad scientist stuff in a cravat I'm in right <laughs> it's a cravatted uh I mean I he, don't
1: know man I didn't take that brano one so hopefully it's better than that well yeah I was it's, going it's, through this is different than I was that. going
0: through birthdays to see if anybody in these movies had a birthday coming up and as I was going through them nobody in this movie was born before 1989. Like, it's all 1989, yeah. all the lead leads, I mean. Yeah,
2: Daniel Radcliffe. It's super
0: young people.
1: Wow. Not James that McAvoy. that's bad.
0: That's going to be good for a whole new generation. It's going to get to do, have their own Frankenstein
1: movie. Well, it's only right over time that Victor Frankenstein will be a teenager in the next movie.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now, I haven't spent a, an inordinate it's amount right, of
1: time. not right, but it's trending. Yeah.
2: Paying attention to James McAvoy. Obviously, I like him as uh, Professor X. I like him in Wanted. <clears throat> But uh, I did see him in that Danny Boyle art heist movie. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I got to see that at the Director's Guild Theater, which is, you forget how loud and concussive uh, a bass can be until you see a movie there, and you just pounded into your your chest but whatever i forget what that movie's called uh, I, I do too. yeah whatever it's got a boring title yeah it's but acquired
1: uh, or something yeah
2: yeah, yeah. but it, that's an amazing movie of course danny boyle is a genius and yeah. he's like worth seeing everything he did but at that i realized like james <coughs> mcavoy i think i like him in everything i think he's always enjoyable i i i, I still haven't seen like a majority of its stuff see the narnia movies he's not in that he's mr Tumbus. Mr. Tumness. Well, no, Mankind does not pay attention to those movies, and yet they keep making them. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Somebody has to watch something on Easter. They have to make those movies. Yeah, is
1: the Silver Chair coming out this year, even though no one went and saw the last? (laughs) Wait, here are some of the Frankenstein movies that you could ramp up with. These are actual titles. No. Lady Frankenstein. Okay. Bikini Frankenstein. Ah! Frankenstein Island. Ooh,
2: what the hell is what that? What the
1: hell is that? Green Frankenstein. Well, yeah. Well, okay. All right,
2: well, it's environmental. You know, you want to be environmentally friendly when you bring back people. Frankenstein's
1: back Army. Then, Army of Frankensteins. <laughs> I
0: would like to watch that.
1: Ska Band or Improftree? Ah, <laughs> Army of Frankensteins. That's a Ska Band. Rock and Roll Frankenstein. Du, 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 du. Frankenstein Created Bikers. And this is a, this is a movie. Frankenstein's Gen- Frankenstein General Hospital
0: oh that's oh, amazing you should
3: see that, see that. Should see that.
2: <laughs> adam see that and give us a full report i will give you a full get report. back
0: to me on that i'm yes. very excited
2: i'm 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 hoping for the part where my rocky uh, fest and my frankenstein fest merge in terms of themes <laughs> i just wonder if there's somewhere where they meet where we you can go. rebuild
1: mickey yeah
2: <laughs> this is a lot like frankenstein unbound yeah
1: all right, for a final film, we'll speak of a creed, a final film of the holiday weekend. It's hard to believe, but we're still talking about the continuing adventures of Rocky Balboa. Hmm. Yeah. If you were wondering how many times he can make the same movie, that number seven. <laughs> and probably counting. But it has been one great fa- fall for rousing movie themes. Hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, First, there was this. Oh, yeah. And in the three it. weeks, we have this. Oh, I just turned into a little kid. But first, we have this.
2: Yeah, that's baby. Rocky. Yeah.
1: No, that's that's not. It's not. Oh, here, that's it. I like that. <laughs> there we go. What a classic, right?
2: How do you? How's everyone feel right now? Yeah. This is what movies are all about, right here. How do you feel? <laughs> I can do anything right now. <laughs> Couldn't you? That's you know, so a, right.
0: you know a song is good when your high school marching band cannot yeah. kill it. <laughs> they can still make it sound good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, who's ready to beat some meat?
0: That'd be me, Paul. It came out wrong. Oh. All
1: right, Karen, let's talk Creed. Okay. Oh, Christ, no, 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 not that Creed. Oh, all right. All right oh, okay. Not that <laughs> Sylvester Stallone returns as the beloved dopey muscle head that he hasn't played since his last movie in Creed.
0: Dispelling the rumors I was spreading to everyone waiting in line for 2006 as Rocky Balboa, that Rocky was killed, the Italian Stallion is back on the big screen in Creed, the, let's say, final installment in the Rocky franchise. I mean, one of these movies has to be the last Rocky movie, <laughs> right? Someday,
1: right? Creed tells the story of Adonis Creed, the son of Rocky Balboa's nemesis from Rocky and Rocky II, who has become a boxer himself and is now in line for a shot at the heavyweight championship. But when he finds there is no easy way out, There's no easy way
3: out. There's no home.
1: Adonis seeks out Rocky to train him oh, and finds best. him uh, blood sport pit fighting in Sri Lanka. Oh. Actually, I may be confusing my Stallone movies. <laughs>
0: By the way, Stallone shows up to pull in the 69-year-old white guy demographic. Nice.
1: Recognizing the debt to Apollo Creed, who was killed in a ring when a James Brown performance broke loose, threatening the entire country, Rocky decides to train him in the ways of how to get hit in the head. One last, 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 last time.
0: Since the boxer Creed is fighting is it from Syria fighting for ISIS, I assume this movie takes more after the original Rocky and Rocky Balboa than Rocky IV. Mm-hmm.
1: Can Atonis Creed prove he's the best around? Okay, but that's from Kareti. Oh, <laughs> awesome. same, same director.
0: <laughs> uh it seems everyone's ready for a triumphant hit of nostalgia except Talia Shire, who was killed off screen in a tragic contract negotiation for Rocky Balboa.
1: Can he win in the end? But- There, okay, I'm that's from out. Teen Wolf. All yeah, right. That's not
2: hey, wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> just
1: so all those songs.
0: Paul, uh-huh. I I think I know where all those songs came from. I think that's Adam's workout playlist.
1: Yeah, absolutely <gasps> busted.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> busted. Uh, I don't feel
1: like working out now.
3: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This <laughs> four, four. There's no shortcut. <laughs>
2: I know, right? Doesn't he get you going? I to get you going. <laughs> oh. Yeah. God,
1: I hope this movie is as good as that song. Today I'm just going <laughs> to sit around the house and do nothing. <laughs>
3: best, oh, I'm
2: just saying, <laughs> put I mean, that on repeat. What, what can't you get done with mm. those songs on?
1: <laughs> I, uh, Advanced word is this is fantastic. I know. Yeah. How yeah. Great they is is this? say it's pretty much a rocky movie. You know, really Adonis tr- Creed's going to go through I mean and, Slide in sly for Mickey, but yeah. it totally works, and then supposedly Stallone's great. This is what's so great about
2: sequels, is if you do it right this fits so perfectly in line with the other movies you know mickey would die and then apollo had to train him and there's there's a great with the exception of five i guess which is kind of left out there alone these all have a really good arc i mean you know it's in order to fight clubber lang he had to be trained by apollo and then apollo dies and he has to do it for apollo to to fight you know even the jingoistic you know patriotism of rocky 4 which is so fantastically captures that year <laughs> like nothing else like nothing else but hulk hogan's entrance theme you know <laughs> uh but i think this follows in the line with that i think that's so cool i think An- it's really neat that this is a legitimate sequel
0: on you know? npr they're talking to the filmmaker and he said that it was the biggest trick was getting sylvester stallone to be willing to have rocky seen as someone who was past his prime Mm. So they had to really come up with a real strong story and a really strong pitch to him because he didn't want st- uh, to bring back Rocky and have That's him not be
1: the one who was doing the fighting. He does have history of him being not the best, though, in Rocky Balboa. But, of course, he does go the distance. Yes. In it, so. yeah.
0: But here he was. He's not even fighting. Yeah. He's just coaching. Yeah. So they had to really sell him on it.
1: Yeah, but I'm glad they did because I've talked about Star Wars doing it right by launching a new franchise with nostalgia. Jurassic yeah. World did the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. They're not just like, oh, let's redo the first movie. Yeah. It's like, no, the first movies happened, and this is where we are now. And God, I hope if Ghostbusters. If does that's that. why. That's the only. We, God, I hope so. I know all the old Ghostbusters have come into the movie, yeah. so I don't know what role they're going to be in. I just wish they wouldn't entirely <laughs> deny the world of Venkman Stans and Egon. But anyway, yeah. uh, this by if they're going to have a bunch, if they're going to have a bunch of stories with Adonis Creed, I'm glad they're launching it with Rocky. I mean, it's only right. So.
0: Um, I think it's interesting that there's a really neat moment where Rocky says to the new guy, Creed, look in the mirror. That's going to be your toughest opponent yeah. when he tells him to do that. And I, I just the, the stupid girl in me who used to go to a bunch of uh, sleepovers. Whenever I think of the guy staring <laughs> back at you in the mirror as your greatest opponent. I keep thinking, bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody Mary.
2: <laughs> do not say Apollo Creed's D- name three, three times. times. <laughs> or so. James Brown will show just up. Just show up behind you. How great a sensation was that 84 Rocky? That was just... That just captured everything of of that moment. Oh, my God. That's
1: just amazing. I haven't seen it in so long. It's not good. We hate Russia. We love... It's great, (laughs) by the way.
0: You know what? Maybe it's time to hate Russia again. They can be the bad guy in a movie oh, Rocky again. Rocky Four does oh, that's not. That's true.
2: Maybe I will Rocky watch. Rocky Four it. is not so I'm weird anymore. No,
0: <laughs> it's time to hate. Wait, they really are
2: Bond villains, aren't they? Does they are. everything yeah. they do is so Bond villain?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Even even right now, the guy always taking his shirt off and being on a horse. I know. It
2: just screams Bond <laughs> it's villain. Exactly what he would do before he describes how his yeah. plot to James Bond. <laughs> he would take his shirt off and a ride get off a the horse. horse. Yeah, that is absolutely ah. him.
1: Amazing.
2: Taking your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I heard someone doing a uh, Roger Moore impression. I've been doing that all week. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that, that good. That's, uh, everyone does the Sean Connery, but nobody does the Roger Moore. Oh, that's good. That is good, actually. Awesome, thank yeah.
1: you. <laughs> you found that guy nobody does. That <laughs> is my favorite thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, still, how's your Terrence Howard coming? I haven't checked in oh, on it in a while. Oh, my Terrence
2: Howard. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well, now just
0: say crazy so stuff about math and you should be fine. That's
2: true. Oh, God. It's, it's high time to get my. Okay. Next yeah, week, I'll you got to get it worked up. Done. Okay. okay. I'll have it ready. Done. And we'll do a bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That'll
0: be like a Thanksgiving miracle. Because I watched through. all
2: of his movies. Uh, this is like a year ago. And I started doing him pretty mm-hmm. well. And he's an odd, effect. You had a Terrence Howard Film Festival? <laughs> I had a Terrence Howard Film Festival. I worked for the Hollywood Bowl and I did the oh, bu- that's Black right. Music right. Soundtrack. So I watched. I
1: got so versed in movies like uh, Red Best, Tails,
2: and- yeah, Best Man yeah. Holiday, and yeah, wow. I know all that stuff. They're actually, not too bad. More well, this looks not- like a
1: good week. We've again, we have had a sort of, and I would like to check the the stats on this to see if we have we've had more negatively reviewed movies in the last two months than it seems like in a long time. And this week, it seems. Advance word on Creed is good. Advance word on Good Dinosaur is good. I don't know what Victor Frankenstein holds, but even two out of three is a good weekend yeah. comparatively. So I'm yeah. excited for the holiday weekend. But
2: I, and I'll cover this in my Specter uh, preview or review because I saw Specter. I just think there's this thing. <laughs> what?
1: Okay. Well, uh,
2: you'll cover that later. I will cover that later, <clears throat> or maybe we recorded it already. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but the um, I, I, it's so weird that people pick and choose what they are going to dump on, and I feel like I feel like. I feel like the the negative reviews recently. Yeah, granted, we're in that weird space between Oscars and summer movies, you know. So you're going to get some bad reviews. But I feel like people are just like, nah, it's time to review stuff badly. I feel I feel really bad about myself for how good a review I gave the law. You know, the Jurassic uh, uh, World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm going to hate whatever's coming out
1: this week. I don't care what it is. <laughs> And I, I, I will repeat. I think our Brandis crisis is the one that got unjustly done. Uh, see, I would like to see that. That, that your your opinion on that uh,
2: matters. I
0: feel David that my uh, my yeah, girls, right? Julia Roberts and Sandra Bullock, are stepping up. It's real good, real solid for both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's hard to believe that. Well, we'll talk about this in a second, but it's hard to believe that Nicole Kidman and Julia Roberts haven't worked together before. Oh, I kn- Nicole right? Kidman is I so, so good in that. Yeah, the secret, the secret, in, their secret in their eyes. We're going to talk about that more uh, yeah, after yeah. a short break here. So good. Ten seconds uh, for you, ten minutes for us as we work the studio around and go back in time. <laughs> and uh, So hang out for ten seconds. We're back with the secret in their eyes, executive producer Jeremiah Samuels. Hang tight.
0: I'm doing the commercial. I think I'm doing the Underarm commercial. What? The best a
3: man can
1: get. Yes. <laughs> oh, the best a man
2: can get. You're the best a man can get.
1: That's Gillette. <laughs> That's not Karate Kid.
2: <laughs> not uh, Vince DiCola.
1: <laughs> and we are back with our guest, the executive producer of the new Julia Roberts thriller, also starring Nicole Kidman and Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Secret in their eyes. Who also produced, uh, in one form or another, in various producing capacities, A Walk in the Woods, mm-hmm. Let's Be Cops, Last oh. Vegas, X Men: First Class, oh. right? The Conspirator, Brothers, The House of Sand and Fog, and more. It's Jeremiah Samuel, oh, man.
2: a movie professional. This is a movie professional sitting right here.
4: I know. We're, we're winging it. This guy's a pro. I am greatly complimented. Thank Very you. Yes.
2: Very cool. Nice resume.
1: So let's jump right to the, See Get in, in Their Eyes because that is open right now in theaters. So if you get a chance to go and see it, please do. We all did. Yep. Um, as you should when a Julia Roberts movie comes out. You yeah. go
4: and see it. It's what you do. It was one of those things I can only ooze about. It was one of the most fulfilling and fun movies i ever worked on
0: considering the movie is about something that's not so fulfilling and fun that's saying a lot
4: well a a lot of it had to do with the people that were involved great um the director billy ray was just one of the finest people i've ever worked with and writer as well right you know writer director Mm -hmm. and producer just a real Incredible stand-up. Uh, guy. Billy
1: Ray Shattered Glass. Same one. Uh, Captain Phillips. One? Oh, Ooh, Shattered yeah. Glass.
2: Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. Captain, kept Come on. Which Captain he wrote, Phillips. Yes, and
1: Green Grass Direct. That was a that was a great combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But, uh, but more than that, just one of those incredibly focused, intelligent, reasonable, awesome, talented, tireless ridiculously great guy, <laughs> and to, and to just let our know,
2: audience know a little bit about this movie too. This is not an easy movie to uh, to direct either, because this no. is uh, the 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 suspense comes so much from the characters, you know, interactions in the uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's not all tension. about a big
0: car chase or a big explosion. It's about the um, to people having to deal with real emotions.
1: Not to yeah. say Taken is a bad movie.
2: Oh, I love Taken. Are you kidding? Although
1: this has act- oh, plenty God. of action in it, which it
2: I was does. surprised as well.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So give us a lowdown on what it's I mean, all about. I mean, we talked about it on the show last I mean, the, week. The but.
4: other part of it is is that it's a puzzle. It's a yeah. puzzle between mm-hmm. two time frames. So there was a real challenge at every point along the way for everybody to be uh, really cognizant of like where they were in the timing of the story because there were two very separate uh, timelines that were that had to intersect in a really really careful way.
1: So and, it's it's now and 13 years ago. Yeah. 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 And 13 years ago, uh, this happened.
3: Let's go. LAPD just found an unidentified female body in a garage dumpster. What are we doing here, guys? body appears to have been bleached inside and out. Ray, what is it? It's Carol. It's your daughter. What? It's Mom, it's
1: Mom. Help! Julie Roberts discovering her daughter in a
0: dumpster,
4: and that inevitably brings us to Julia, who is the her courage in doing this role. Um, I don't think there's there's it's a little kept secret, but it's been discussed that around the same time as she was doing this role, her own mom was ill and passing away. Oh, I did not know. And yeah, and that that's this has made it into some of the articles about the movie, Mm -hmm. and. Her courage both on a personal and acting level plus her professionalism in terms of not stopping the production mm. to deal with this personal crisis. And then ultimately when she did that particular scene, consciously or unconsciously, she was channeling the sorrow and passing of her of a mother. Mm-hmm. And it it added – I mean we, we, we stood on the set that night and every single person on the crew was sh- – Spellbound and shocked. Wow. I mean, just literally in awe of what she did. And after two or three takes, it was like put a blanket on her and get her out of there because yeah. wow. it was like it was just it was just one of the most amazing acting things I'd ever seen in my
1: life. So the story then is: thirteen years later, the gentleman who was who perpetrated the crime, who had previously gotten off, is found by Chiwetel Ejiofor's character and former partner of Julie Roberts. They were both working together in a terror an anti terrorist unit. Finds him. And then it's the what happens? what do you do with that information mm. in your life kind of story.
4: And then that's and that's further intertwined with the idea that because and, and, and it's amplified by the events of this current day, where um, the, the objective of taking down a really, really terrible person is um, mixed with the greater good of that person being a undercover, uh, agent or an undercover person in a mosque who is attempting to gather information for the anti-terrorism group. So for that reason, <laughs> yeah. there's, right. a conspiracy, there's a conspiracy to protect that person at the same time as that person is just as evil as a person can be.
0: So is this at all based on something that actually happened? Because after 9-11... There must have been many instances like this that we just yeah. don't hear mm. about.
4: No, no, this, is, this movie is, is based upon an Argentinian film also called The Secret in Their Eyes. And the Argentinian film won Best Foreign Film about five years ago. Uh-huh. And, and, in, and in, in the current film, the, the U.S. version, the, um, the, the thing that everybody is protecting against is terrorism in this country. Right. Mm. In the original film, it was about corruption in the Argentinian government. And so yeah. and so Billy did a really really amazing job of transferring that intrigue from one culture to another. And that he was part he nailed yeah. it because yeah.
0: that is so true that I know from the the little town mentality where I'm I'm at it's always the other that's doing the bad thing. And so in order to protect ourselves we have to Attack the other, yeah. and if you're trying to, and I
4: don't want to be a political conspiracy yes. type person. Yes, I would imagine that quite often these things are actually occurring in our own government, of course.
3: Mm-hmm. And the
4: know, people this, on the inside we, have to do certain things. That's right, and we know so little about what's yeah. really. I mean, quite often when things are exposed, we go, "Oh my goodness, how could right. that have possibly been the case?" But then after a while, there becomes a patchwork of incidents where you go, "Like, oh, that's happening all the time." Yeah, yeah.
0: What was that? Uh, what was that movie recently? <laughs> Where, oh, the one that you loved That went down to Mexico Where there was all sorts of crazy stuff The government was doing Sicario? Sicario, did you see that?
4: I did Holy
0: cow, I I never knew the government Was doing all that stuff You didn't? I had no idea (laughs) I'm a a flowers and puppies kind of gal No, no,
4: it was Uh, being naive, Kay
1: Wow (laughs) Way back when I saw JFK in the (laughs) theater There was already enough nonsense going on Where (laughs) I went, sure Stone, your theory is good (laughs) You know, as long as it's a good
4: movie I still buy that one
1: yeah, why not? Right? You know, I mean, we, we, up to then we had Iran. Contra, Savings Alone, Scandals, Nixon. That was enough. And since then, it's been crazy. Anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm going to break it down to the bare bones, because this is so fat. The fact that you are um, producing these amazingly huge movies that are really successful, too. It's not just like they're big budget, crazy things. But um, how do you start that? How do you become a producer? Because when I was a kid, I would see that on movies, titles, and I didn't know what that even was.
4: I I still don't. But no, no. I mean, the, <laughs>
0: How does the, one become the, a producer?
4: Well, let alone all these niche producers. I, this sounds really cliche, but you wake up, you wash up, you show up, and you don't fuck up. <laughs> so. right. so. That sounds like the good producer's good creed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that on a sign somewhere? It's like, it's, 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 like it's kind of it's kind of that simple. Really? You know what I mean? You just keep showing up, and if you can get your movies going, mm-hmm. and they do well, and people come away with the impression that you did a good job, then other people will consider. And if your movies, the better your movies do, the more it's the Twelve Monkeys,
1: basically. Wow. <laughs> so let's go, we'll, we'll, let's go back. We'll go back to an early one in a second, but okay. with this one with Secret in Their Eyes. Yes. Yeah. Mark Johnson option yes. option oh. the, 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 the the Argentinian the other rights, the correct? other
4: the other extraordinary among yeah. extraordinary people the other astonishingly great 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 yeah. guy legendary director yeah. uh, legendary producer, producer of all the uh, Barry Levinson sweet, movies sweet oh, okay. smart another between him and Billy every day every person on the set was just firing full guns to make the movie as good as possible and everybody pulled exactly in the right direction so what's
1: your cog in the machine
4: I, I'm uh, in that particular. I'm, I'm essentially what they call a production manager, unit production manager. I saw your but name I, was in the credits twice. Yeah, I so, I, that, yeah. so I, that's the, the the other job or the the actual expanded job that I do, which has to do with the financial management and organization of the movie. Mm-hmm. No so small feat. Uh, so <laughs> moving an army, oh. right? I mean, yeah. a production yeah. is an army. You've yep. got to move an army and
2: get
0: yeah. something
4: done, and get a bridge built, and then leave. And yeah. then the
0: <laughs> shortest amount of time possible with the least
4: expense, it's right? Amazing. That's that's right. Wow. But 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 you know, least expense, best movie. Right. And if you and if either of those fails, you haven't really succeeded. So you have to sort of always be balancing the ultimate goal of the movie and how the movie's going to be great with how you have to manage it financially and get the most on the screen you can while, what I say, you don't break the eggs. So you can't like walk around and like be smashing people and telling people they can't do stuff because that smashes the eggs and suddenly you don't have a good movie. So you have to Mm -hmm. keep the movie on track creatively at the same time as you have to make it financially make sense. And I always say it's probably 20%... um, a repetitive task where you actually get a script, you break it down, you make a schedule, you hire the right people, you know people that you have confidence in, and ultimately it spools out and does a good job. Eighty percent is psychiatry mm. because <laughs> the, what happens is people are pulling in a direction. They're striving so hard to do something excellent. Everybody sees the world in terms of their own specific task. So you have to sort of conduct the orchestra so that everybody is playing together.
0: Oh, so you're like the uh, the Steve Jobs. You're playing the orchestra of the movie. Well, I don't know if I'm Steve Jobs, but I <laughs> Sure. No. So I have a question. <laughs> uh, so financially, like, say, in this movie, you go and you have certain people who are going to do sound and lights. Do they all have to be, do you, is it like a flea market where you barter with everybody and come up with a price that works?
4: There, there, there are guidelines. Okay, good. There, 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 are, there are guidelines and that's, parameters. That would be tiring if you had to negotiate with it everybody. Is, it also is tiring. Gosh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, it's, but it's – extra. I mean, I have to say it is – I've now done it for 20-plus years, mm-hmm. and I really – I don't tell anybody, but I would do it for free. I, oh, I okay. just don't ab- cut that out, I Paul. Abso- I absolutely love what I – it's a privilege every time I get to make a movie, and yeah. that's kind of how I feel about it. I think actors feel that way too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's you know every time we get it's to work, we're psyched. It's the most fun you can have. Uh, yeah. blank, blank, blank
2: it is you're playing yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're, uh, it's a big sandbox but you get to play <laughs> yeah you know. exactly
4: and you know and, and every time there are new challenges that, there are new technical challenges you know in one movie you might need to like roll a car and blow it up in another movie you might need to create a safe space for Julia Roberts to do that performance in another one you may need to create an environment for um, comedy yeah. you know or you may have a director that's like in the way of very funny actors that are and you have to sort of figure out a way to mitigate the you know so you're always trying to balance the objective of the movie with like the the in invari- very you know with the astonishing variables that you're given and so it's a lot of fun. Now like in this
0: movie you had this amazing shot that takes place up over yeah. um the what is that it? Dodger, Dodger Stadium. So in order to get that shot that would cost a certain amount of money. So did you have to let some other things go?
4: Yeah, that's a good question. In
0: order to get that shot, do you have to negotiate that? It,
4: um, Yes. And, 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 and
3: wow. before
2: we go into this, just to let the audience know, the technical challenge of this shot is there is a helicopter crane there's a, uh, that has flown over Dodger Stadium it was, all the way up to a close-up in the crowd, which is a crazy shot a, to pull off.
4: On, on almost every movie, regardless of what the size, there, everybody has their objectives. So quite simply, the director wants the most movie he can get on the screen every time. Right, and the studio wants it to cost the amount of money that they (laughs) think it should cost, but quite often it's not that amount of money. So, and then the producers, myself included, are always trying to mitigate those two points of view and trying to figure out the middle ground that sort of gets everybody what they want. Like any negotiation, exactly. So, in this particular case, um, the movie Billy really it was a shot from the original movie that was so oh, that was okay. that was so incredibly moving and stirring and executed so magnificently that Billy really really wanted to have that shot in the movie mm-hmm. so when we figured out that instead of a soccer stadium in Argentina we, we he wanted to, he's a big Dodgers fan also <clears throat> he wanted to shoot mm-hmm. at Dodger Stadium and he had a very very specific idea of what he wanted the shot to be and it was basically a camera comes up over the over the um the uh, the mountains outside of the yeah. of the uh, stadium, and then it sort of scoops into the stu- into the stadium, <clears throat> goes down over the field as the players are playing, then comes up over the crowd. Mm-hmm. and to the faces of our stars which then starts a chase which then runs all the way through the stadium in yeah. the real crowd yeah. exactly in yeah. the real in crowd the real cr- in the real crowd so it was thousands of extras wow. and then thousands tens of thousands more digital extras oh, and wow. I couldn't even tell and then uh, we had the additional technical problem of when you bring the camera down into the face of the actors which is the way the shot is most effective you have helicopter wash uh, from the blades of the helicopter, right. which would then tip you off to the fact that it was a helicopter shot. So we had to use a um, a technique called a Klaus cam, which dangled the camera on an umbilical cord about 30 feet below the helicopter. Amazing. So it was a real technical... So it was still so, a helicopter, not a drone. No, we didn't use drones. Oh, wow, we gotcha. didn't use drones. Um, for two reasons, is that overpopulated areas, and with the F, uh, FAA Ooh. now, there's really, really a lot of restrictions about how you can fly drones, actually, more restrictions about how to fly drones than there are about actual helicopters. I was just really? going to say,
0: it's probably yeah. easier to fly a helicopter.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also, these helicopter pilots who have been doing it for 20, 30 years, yeah. they literally can put a camera on a pin. You know, they're just, these, these guys are astonishing uh, pilots. Yeah.
1: And it should be noted that Julie Roberts' husband, Danny Motor I believe was the cinematographer. Oh, he
4: wasn't he really? wasn't wow. Oh, that's v- okay. very yeah. cool. And, All right. And uh, again, great I'm going to just sound like I'm a big flack here, <laughs> <laughs> but uh Danny is aston- He's fantastic. He was he was just a great cameraman and a great guy. Great guy. Yeah.
1: So, uh let's go back to your first what was the first movie you got a producer credit on? And how is your role in that film different than what you're doing now?
4: <laughs> oh my. It goes back a long long way. Um but I did a little movie um I did a little movie for New Line called um, uh, Love Jones. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate, African American love story, and a well, really surprise breakout hit, right? It kind of it was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. a, it was a good start, and uh, really emotionally good movie. And we were in Chicago, uh, your you yes. guys, oh, you yes. guys, yeah. environs, and uh, we, and it was, and we, and it was a lot about the director's personal experience when he was. Um, at Columbia College studying film and he, uh, there was a place where they would do poetry slams Long, oh. you know, just on the, on the beginning Very of shy. when rap music was starting to become rap music it, it, it was preceded by a tradition called poetry slams mm-hmm. and so he was part of a poetry slam group and this was a romance between him and his actual girl uh, at that time and, and so he was telling the story about his own college romance and that's what was in the movie and 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 interestingly, wherever I go, it's one of the movies where people go, especially African-American folks, as actually, all around the world, actually, people, when they see that movie, they go, that was the movie that I fell in love to. That was the movie that oh, my cool. wife and I really experienced. It. And it what was, was our soap dish? It was, it was, I don't know was, how it was, romantic <laughs> that is. <laughs> it but was, it was, it was, but Kevin Kline, you can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's one that I'm really... You know, it was it was beginner's luck, but it was one I'm and very very proud of.
0: Now, whenever proud. you came into that as a producer, it sounds like you had New Line's money you're spending, so you weren't producing from your own money or the no, money no, you I, had I, to I, gather.
4: I rarely do produce from my own money.
0: That's really I, impressive. I, I, Good for you.
4: Other people's money. <laughs> other yeah. people's money. is what yeah, we always yeah. hear, but I'm, it's hard to do. I'm always hired as the logistics. Good. Guy. Okay. So I'm,
0: so you've never had to do well. They didn't have Kickstarter in your day, but you have, didn't have to go and meet a bunch of dentists and ask them to give money to a movie. Yeah,
4: every every <laughs> movie is like a little snowflake. It's everyone. Is, <laughs> everyone is different. <laughs> the money comes from different places right. and has different problems. And do they
0: come from dentists? Come on. Uh, they can. They
4: but, can. But even way back then, you were the money guy. Uh, for uh, Love yeah, Jones. I I, right. I started my my expertise was I started, um, if you, if you call it an expertise, if my my, sure. thing, my thing was. Um, I produced commercials for, before this. And so oh, I was always in go. I was always in the game of um, managing budgets, taking care of the creative things and taking care of the logistics. You know, cameras, lights, locations, sets, actors, that people's totally hotels, makes sense. people's socks, people's underwear. Yep. You know that stuff. You know
0: that absolutely makes sense. That that would be the um, gateway drug, I guess, to producing because those are little mini movies. They are they absolutely. Are.
4: But I used to stand around and watch as they shot the Arid Can like 170 <laughs> times and just pray <laughs> that there would be a day that I didn't have to do that. Right. So, right. So, right. <laughs> well, that days come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so, but uh, we. Would be remiss if we didn't mention X Men First Class.
0: Yes, because Adam loves all of those movies.
1: You were a line producer on this, so what are uh, your? I,
4: I did the American Union. <laughs> I need to clarify. Yes, okay. it was it was a very 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 big endeavor, and I was involved in the Amer- in the U S portion of it. Okay, so a lot of it was done in England, so I was involved in a portion of it. So I do want to clarify. So what that. were the but, yeah. uh, What were the American parts? Um, the Cuba. And the boat. Oh, okay. And the Those are and good parts. Launch, launching the <laughs> missiles. And the, yeah. Cr- and the crashed uh, jet, the crash plane, the X Men plane in the sand. And, yeah. uh Where did
0: they film that? A Desert we, we, here?
4: No, we filmed it on a beach in um, uh, Jekyll Island in uh, an actual atoll. Um, a beach. Yeah. Uh, like a, there's really? a, there's a really weird part in southern Georgia, huh. which which is hey, um, Jekyll Island. Uh, Brunswick is the city, and Saint Simon's Island, and it's this little horseshoe oh, of right. of a waterway. And um, decision was made that they would plant palm trees in the middle of the winter and create like a Cuban coastline. And we built like a, a ton of other sets. You know, the cl- the club exterior, and we just built a ton of sets. And yeah. uh, basically, they flew over from England and they shot there uh, and got a lot of the movie there. Um, wow, I would not yeah. have I would yeah. not have guessed Georgia. Well, yeah, we did it, it was done in Georgia, and a lot of things are done in Georgia mm-hmm. because of the tax rebate situation. Right. Yeah. That's why um, a lot
0: of my actor friends have moved to Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, but, but the I guess the thing about X-Men that was interesting was there was a frost, and these palm trees, which cost a <gasps> good bit of money, all died and had right. to be painted green and, uh for, and there was a lot of that. Going. Uh, <laughs> now, ha-
0: hair dryers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on.
4: Now there's
2: a lot of logistics there, like the crashed plane sets, and the, were there any actual ships, or was that all digital? It was all digital. The interior,
4: oh, I mean, the interior of the ships were practical, yeah. but the actual ships that were launching the missiles and all that stuff was yeah. all, was all digital. It was it was interesting to watch James McAvoy go like, oh my god, you know. Nothing, and there's nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I,
0: we've often had a discussion about this. How I I love Meryl Streep's work, but I think sometimes Vin Diesel doesn't get enough credit because a lot of times Meryl Streep's working with a real person. Vin Diesel's talking to things that aren't there.
4: Quite often, you
0: know. Often.
4: Yeah, it's gotta be hard. They're enough. actually talking to a tennis ball on a yeah. on a sea stand.
0: I'd like to see Meryl Streep talk to a tennis ball. That's all I'm saying. More often than not.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: So, uh, okay, now brothers. Yeah,
1: um, Jim Sheridan. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite directors. One of my
4: uh, one of my favorite people. I uh, mean, one of the funniest, coolest. I would put him. I, I, you know, certain people you actually make a really close uh, relationship with, and he was one of the funniest, coolest people I've ever worked with. Funniest. I'd he has like... some serious movies. No, 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 yeah, no, no, that's no. cool. <laughs> well, in real in the name of the father In, 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 in the name in, of the father? In, yeah. in real No, no, he's a great, he's a great dramatist. Mm-hmm. dramatist. I oh, don't know what. He's Dramaturg. a great, he's a great, he's <laughs> a great he, lo- he is a really really he understands human nature and goes for the depths and also the craziness of human nature unlike any director I've ever known. Uh, but on in real life one of the funniest people I've ever lived <laughs> uh-huh. he's the, Irish, right? One of the <laughs> Irish. One of the yeah. greatest rock hunters. He will tell you the same story five nights in a row, you will laugh every time. <laughs> he's just <laughs> an awesome guy. He's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love his film. And extremely difficult. I and love extremely
4: his... wonderful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just just a wonderful guy.
1: Yeah. I like uh, In America as well. One yes. of my favorite
4: oh,
0: I loved In America. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Sheridan.
3: Oh, my yeah. gosh. That was yeah. so good.
4: We were in New Mexico. And, and so part of it was we were filming in Santa Fe. So that added um, – we, we made um, the Afghani desert in the, in the mountains of, of Santa Fe and built villages. Huh. Wow. And, and went to Indian pueblos and built onto them and turned them into Afghani villages. So it was a design uh, factor that was really – Really challenging, and then, of course, uh, Toby and Jake were incredible as uh, and Natalie amazing it was just mm. a gr- it was another great experience That's a straight, yeah. it it's a great
0: cr- I I love the fact that now I'm starting to see your job more as creative problem solving. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and finding mm-hmm. a way where there's no way. So um, I love the idea of taking the Pueblos and making them. And what them. is this
2: about the effect you have on dogs as well? Yeah, apparently. The dogs next door are going that crazy. i am, a neighborhood I, dogs will just go crazy
1: <laughs> when you're, you're
4: talking about making movies. I speak dog. And,
1: um, you said Jake, oh. and everybody
4: goes yeah for Jake. I think, I think it was like a Frau Fra- Blucher
1: kind of <laughs> <subject>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so what's coming up? Oh yeah! Tell oh. us
0: about Amy Schumer.
4: I have two. I have two Ooh. things. I have yeah. A- after cool. after, um, after uh, Secret in Their Eyes, I have uh, Sleepless Night, which is a Jamie Foxx movie, which we just finished shooting in Georgia. Oh, cool. and it's um, it's um, a remake of a French movie, um, and I don't want to tip too much of the um, too too much of the plot. But long and short, it's a running, jumping, shooting, killing. Well, kind of you know right. I want my son right. I want I'm my in. son back you know oh. that kind of thing I, right. you know it's like um, is he a
2: guy that's out of out of? Did he used to be like a badass but now he's done he's done with it and then somebody messes with the wrong guy I'll see any movie that's <laughs> that something, it's,
4: it's something al- something along those lines we, we
2: drag him back should in should not
4: have messed with Jamie Foxx nope. something along those lines and there again another <laughs> really amazing actor to watch right? a really oh. cool guy yeah He's Django. He was Ray, right? Collateral. Oh, yeah. he's so Django is fantastic. So many, 20, many 20. so many, I mean, but in this case, he remade himself. And it's one of those things where you watch an actor and it's as simple as he's got to like walk across a casino floor and you go like, oh, that guy's a fucking badass. <laughs> right? <You> know, <laughs> yeah. I mean...
2: Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, it's, it's so amazing, these experiences you're describing I me. Mean, of course you do have the feeling of, uh, of, like, I'd do this for free. You're standing there, there's a wrecked X-Men jet, there's you know people <laughs> reacting to missiles, there's Jamie Foxx doing this and that. I mean, do you just, like... Sometimes when you're sitting there, you're like, this is so great. Like, do you, do you have that perspective or are you just always like, all right, we got to get this done? He's know? always <laughs> counting money.
4: No, no, no. It's always, it's, it's always some combination of those things. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I remember we were years ago, we were doing a, a movie uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow. And the objective was that we had to have the sun coming. We went to Lake Havasu to do a houseboat party. And the idea is it was called the um, View from the Top. And the idea, oh, yeah, the, and the yeah, the stewardess movie. Stewartist and the movie. idea was that Christina Applegate and Mark Ruffalo and Gwyneth were all in this boat, and they were. Cruising along on Lake Havasu, and the director and the DP wanted to get the shot exactly when the sun was coming up over the top of this particular ridge so that it would oh have this gosh. exact light. So that means that we had to like launch the entire company from the shore of Lake Havasu huh? at like four in the morning in order yeah. to be there so that when the sun came up, it was the right time. And I remember standing in the middle of this launch next to this art director, and you know, we were putting I guess, you know, 40 people onto launches and we were sending them out to the middle of Lake Havasu and the guy says to me, you know, this is the only job where we get to do something different every day Mm. and, and and we're organizing like a military operation and we don't have to catch or kill anybody. <laughs> and it was, like, it was, and it was, and it was. It, it felt it's like true. that because, we were like, you know, marshaling all this incredible technology. Cameras are going out there. Forty people are out to the middle of the water. The actors are dressed. Everybody's, you know. And it was just one of those. And it was it was a light went on in my head, and I said, "This is a privilege every day." <laughs> and yeah.
1: the only time you find that type of precision is Navy SEALs. It's Navy SEALs we're not <laughs> killing people, and no one's dying. Bin <laughs> right. Laden's not involved. <laughs> That's right. So uh, let me ask good. you what I ask every yes. guest in the show: What's your favorite movie of all time?
4: You know, it's really, of course, everybody says the same thing. It's Very impossible. Really it's hard. impossible, <laughs> yes. impossible to choose. It's So possible. But I'm going to give me. you an arcane one that I oh. just always have loved. Please? And years ago, when we were in cool. Chicago and it was like super cold, we used to have like every a, a film festival for the crew, where everybody like on a given weekend would bring their favorite movie. And at the time, I chose a little movie called Local Hero. Oh, uh-huh. and
1: Bill Forsyth.
4: Uh, yeah. And I'll, and I, I, what I love about the movie is it is at once – first off, it's perfectly made. It is at once really funny, really political, really touching. And it's just one of those movies that just adds up to such a degree. And every time – and I've showed it to people – I've showed it to many, many people. And at the moment when Mark Knopfler's score kicks in in the last act and the helicopter blades start to turn, I get teary-eyed <laughs> every time. So I would have to put that one up
2: there. What is the plot of Local Here? I actually don't, I guess I don't know that. What a, is- a underling... Oh you, yeah, it's great. I don't know it's this great. one. So it's, it's Bill Forsyth
4: and it's Peter Rieger. Peter, Peter Rieger, Rieger. That's Peter Rieger right. is that's a the star. The, okay, yeah. And the the idea is, uh, and it's an it's an older movie, and I don't I don't think anybody quite remembers it that much. But I it remember always, the but video it, box. But, but it struck yeah. it struck me <laughs> amazingly, and that is a really sm- lower level, low, I, you know, negotiator for an oil company, a fictional oil company, is sent to Scotland to take over. And acquire the oil rights to a bay in Scotland, oh. and it's oh, okay. and it's going to it's going to it's going to ruin the environment. It's right. a, once in our environmental movie and a political movie. It's going to ruin the environment. It's gonna. He's basically trying to like take advantage of these people that he thinks are dumb, but they're real smart. And so it's ahead of its time. It's a great great movie, and it's a really visionary movie. Yeah. But he but he gets there, and he's so taken with the personality and the old ways and the depth of spirit that exists in these people that he can't okay. he can't do it you know what yeah. i mean he's like he's you know once they're trying to bam they're smarter than he is by a lot but they're also he's he can't do it after a while and it, it and it has a really satisfying ending and it's just a terrific movie
1: and isn't it great when you have a, that movie you share with people, like sharing the movie with someone, like even if you just lend it to them and just keep checking them, have you seen it? Have you seen it? And then you know that <laughs> they, they saw because they're like,
4: wah, you know, and you have a big conversation. It's a soft little movie. I mean, it's not like, you know, Ooh, it like, is, yeah. it's not like a whiz bang kind of thing. It just happens to be a very fulfilling. It, feel, it
1: feels very of that era. Yeah. Uh, of that uh, area too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah. very kind of. Oh, it
4: made, me, it made me want to go up to the Inverness Peninsula ever since. I just, I've, I've never been and I've always wanted to, I'm sure it can't be as good as what's in the movie, but uh, yeah. And the others, you know, I'm from Baltimore. I love the diner, and the, oh, so yeah, uh, working I with love, Mark Johnson uh, was very cool. Then, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. I had him. to, I had to um, embarrass myself in front of him and say,
1: "Dude, oh, I can't believe I'm working <laughs> with
4: you." You know, but good.
0: So it's not <laughs> just us. You do that too. If oh, you God, work with yeah. your hero, yeah. you'll let them know.
4: Yeah. Okay. And, and he, and he rolled good. his eyes as usual because I. <laughs> <laughs> and he also said, I can't tell you how many people from Baltimore have told me. That they went to that diner. Mm-hmm. I said, but I I did, really. I mean, real? my, father, <laughs> my <laughs> father would take it, you know, Saturday night those guys were like sitting and eating their French fries. Sunday morning my father was taking us there for breakfast. And so that really, really was like a special
2: this this is this is a good question because I just watched a <coughs> video on uh, locations in in Los Angeles. In fact, there's a whole movie, L.A. Play, Los Angeles Plays Itself. Have you seen this? No. Documentary. Oh, it's great. Are, are you, you're a fan of location yeah, yeah, locations yeah, yeah. around town. Uh, I get so geeked out at uh, locations. I live right by the tower that Riggs jumped off of in Lethal Weapon. Wait a minute. But, are we yeah. playing?
3: What did you <laughs> see this week?
2: uh, What did
1: you see this week? Tell us about this.
2: I did want to let Karen know that the interior of the Ghostbusters firehouse
1: is in Los Angeles. Oh,
2: Oh, good to know. I I got to track Where? it down now. Oh, I got to track okay. it down now. In the Bradbury right. Building from Blade Runner, uh-huh. and uh, they mentioned some other movie. Uh, and and I didn't. Oh yeah. Well, and, the
4: Bradbury Building is quite often shot. Incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah. But I've never been inside of it, and I oh. guess it's it's e- easy access. It's a historical site, uh, oh. and it's just this amazing uh, interior uh, metalwork. Uh, you know, uh, shot incredibly oh, by Ridley oh, yeah. Scott and Blade that makes Runner, sense. Um, and then the. Um, uh i can't remember where, uh, where i was going with that but i just wanted to know because you shot so many locations uh, do you have a favorite location in los angeles or oh or, or a place that you've shot that
4: uh, is a that's it's a hard, good thing to go check out it's very very <laughs> hard to say because they always print it, present themselves as much as problems as they are well, yeah that's true so, so um um, um you know, i really can't anywhere
0: you avoid shooting like do you see a script that says it takes place in hollywood boulevard in front of man's chinese do you just go no 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 no, no, you just kind of shut that down. Failure, uh, Are you uh, that guy that shuts down the streets so we can't get around? I'm afraid so. <laughs>
4: uh-huh. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but uh, you know, it's an, another cliche. But failure is not an option. That's true. Is if the director wants it, and we you can figure it out. it out, we figure it out. That's cool. Yeah. Right, that's Adam, so
1: creative. I know you have a what you see this week rant to go on. Oh, I did you do. See? I I saw Spectre, this
2: beloved James Bond movie. Uh, I'm a huge James Bond fan. I like anything that there's a lot of sequels of, but particularly that one and its style and everything is just yeah. so wonderful. You can just, the lead up to, you know, a uh, James Bond movie, I put all the others on. They were all on Hulu. They've been on the background in my apartment for two weeks now, you know. And uh, I just, I, I, after three movies of, of it, this has been one of the most impressive reboots uh, of or, or you know remakes of anything from Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and Skyfall, that they've set the table you know, as of the last movie, and they said it so well that we got a proper not Bond film. It was a really it was a real Bond film. At moments it was Sean Connery, at moments it was Roger Moore, but all done Daniel Craig style. Right. You know, with this this the brutality and this hardcore nature. But then it switches into and there, you know, and the echoes of Connery are the more brutal Connery moments too and and this sort of thing. But these I don't know why I go and read critics afterwards. I heard because I'll hear that a movie is getting... And I'll defend any movie. I mean, I think all movies are good. They're so hard to make. This is part of the thing. They're so hard to make that there is absolutely a passion behind any movie, whether you like it or not. And I have, like, tremendous respect for that. But also, like... I just don't like that. I think it's somehow more respected when you don't like a movie because then you're saying, "Oh, I'm I'm difficult to get to." That's how that's how much I love movies. I didn't like most of them.
1: Yeah, true to the things <laughs> we said in the past. How many bad Star Wars: The Force Awakens reviews are written already?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't right? really opened yet. Uh, copy paste. Uh, yeah, there was a bunch of copy paste stuff I saw for Spectre too that I was like. Are we really going to go through the, oh, I'm so tired of the formula. You just had three movies with no formulaic Bond elements. You could pull them out of it, but the Bond theme isn't there. The, all, all this sort of stuff is not there in those three movies. And this proprietorship that, I, I, I don't know, hipster journalists? I hate to throw that word around, but uh, that, that, that somehow Skyfall is now their Bond, and this new thing where he's got quips and big gadgets is obnoxious to them? You're obnoxious to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird.
1: It's There's just a, been 40 years before it's you. It's under oh, yes. Yeah, a exactly. Bond. Like, I, I don't know. It's I like,
0: almost think Bond is one of those movie franchises that becomes, uh, it, it, re, re, it just like grows its own tail and keeps biting yeah. it off because of each generation has to find, I guess it's like they say, you have to write a new love song for each 18-year-old generation to fall in love with yeah. again. Yeah, so yeah. each Bond has to kind of find itself again for that new generation. Yeah,
2: true. And I guess they didn't want to see it go classic you know Blofeld and all this sort of stuff spoilers but yeah uh, I was talking to knew. a guy
1: today at work about move about music and you know the first CD he ever owned or tape I think even was Cisco wow.
3: I'm like,
1: oh, God. No. I, let's try ah. well, okay I'm gonna try and have a conversation oh, wow about, so about it music, wasn't really.
0: Beatles yeah. or I don't know
2: no, mine
1: was Foreigner. Springsteen. We talked anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can. I wish yeah, I. Had, I think
0: I, mine was like Aerosmith or something.
1: Yeah. You make wow. You make great points all about Spectre. I wish I enjoyed it more, but your points are valid.
2: I I, I just uh, that the movie was made with such love of the reason I go to James Bond movies that I was like, this is fantastic. This is so enjoyable. There's so much joy in that movie. I, I think for for the james bond as a whole but the the fact that they've set the table so well they've they've earned this moment where yeah that's a really roger moore line Mm -hmm. but it comes right after a sean connery fight you know like like i mean people were complaining there's 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 a from russia with love has one of the best bond fights uh where it's a close quarters fight with robert shaw and sean connery and and they're inside this small uh, area of the train well as soon as they get to the train in this movie in my head even if they're not going there they're not homaging it I go alright I like Bond on the train it's just like rushing with love and then they have their great conversation I which like actually Bond on the train their, their conversation with the girl is much more north by northwest in fact literally shot like a 50s movie this yeah. movie is shot I'd like
0: you to take amazingly. that movie and dissect it and decide which element is from which movie
2: <laughs> and then Odd Job comes in yeah, and it beats it. him up you know it's, it's, it's all there but it's like I, I consider I consider at, at their best in the Marvel does this very well, too. Uh, Spider-Man is not one idea, or, or Captain America. It's a keyboard full of full of notes, and you can play whatever note you'd like. And that's what the Bond series has done well. Sometimes they play this note. Sometimes Skyfall, they play a range of notes on that keyboard that I'm not all that familiar with, but I hear the echoes of all the Bond elements to it.
0: I wonder if some of these other reviewers have as much backstory as you do. No, they because might they don't not. like movies like I do. <laughs> okay.
2: You know, I love movies, and I—that's this. This is why I'm like I'm going into every movie to find out why it's amazing. That's mm-hmm. my goal.
4: Yeah, yeah. Right. Why else
2: would you go to a movie? What's the point? I yeah. right. I, I'm the same <laughs> way, and, and,
4: and it's and it's greatly amplified by being in LA, where everybody is yeah. extremely <laughs> narky and competitive. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I saw Trumbo with a at a DGA screening with Yo. a bunch of actors. Yeah, <laughs> talk oh. about firing up a crowd. I yeah, mean, yeah, this yeah. is yeah. about you know the
4: blacklist. Everyone was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ah! And I just screaming, Yo, so Q great. And
4: Hey, yeah. Did you yeah. see oh. anything this week? You know, I haven't.
1: No. I, I, Recently,
4: I, I, I'm in a funny phase where I keep meaning to go to the movies, but but things are just too busy. Hey, have That's you heard right. about? I the, keep meaning to. Worst, you, worst. you
0: probably don't need to worry about this, but there's this really cool thing called Movie Pass. Have you heard about that? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, it's super cool. It's this little. Uh, it's a little card. You pay one price. I think it's like thirty five dollars or something a month. Thirty
2: five a month member. And then
0: you. you get to go to a movie every twenty four hours for a month for that one price. That's
2: cool. And so, for example... No
0: matter how much it costs, and a number of movies, uh, theaters are covered.
2: <laughs> so, for example, if you go to The Grove, but it turns out they're having dances with the stars yes. that night, and you have to walk around the entire place in order to get to see The Secret in Their, in their Eyes, uh, you might miss the beginning of it, but tomorrow, 24 you, hours later, I can go catch Go watch beginning. it. Because <laughs> MoviePass, you can check that out.
3: Yes. yes.
0: Well, that's History. what we saw this History. week. Yeah, secret I saw a, a Secret in Their, in their Eyes.
1: eyes. And, uh, it, and it is this uh late julia roberts i'm really I enjoying like it well uh, Augusto osage county yeah. and this or i mean there are two fantastic performances of her and we already talked spoke about how she dug deep but there was she got dark uh effectively oh and pulled off lines like this too which i really enjoyed. she's not gonna stop
0: he can quit his job he can change his name
3: so he intense. can dump his car but i will still find him <laughs>
0: You know, she's right up there, with Liam Neeson, on that. Make my You know, yeah, right. exactly. Just get her some leather and a gun. Yeah, she's all set.
2: Man, and there are some there are some scenes with the uh, the, the monologue she gives when they're in the their 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 where they think they can find the the killer and the uh, at the. Dodgers bar and uh, oh, the yeah. monologue that she. There's so many great little monologues that are capped off with these. Like it's a really well written movie. It's yeah, like that's really, real. really Billy impressive. Ray,
1: that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and and, and Tell 4 is a bargain oh. at any yeah, price. That guy's gonna give you everything so you need. Wonderful. So wonderful. You not, want?
0: I want him to be my friend who does something to try to help me for 13 years. He goes yes. through
2: every emotion. I really I don't loved I think there's emotion
1: it. left on the table for <laughs> for him. To and go right through. where we were going, I get that he's really. Uh, you know, concerned about helping her, but what, and right when I said that, the story mm-hmm. delivers some real intentions you know he has. Yeah. It. It's just a, it's just a solid, solid yeah. effort yeah. all around. Excellent so,
0: casting well, you for the daughter way. too though. They had the same smile.
4: Yeah, she was a little girl from, um, um, oh gosh. I recognized her. The, the Linkletter movie. Uh, she, she, she uh, was in, a Boyhood? Uh, in Boyhood. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. She, she was the girlfriend who turns, him, who breaks his heart. Uh, uh, Zoe,
1: great, okay. great girl. Very cool. Zoe Very Graham. Cool. Zoe Graham. All right, Karen. Well, let's wrap up the All show right. the way we do every week with Karen's look at the celebrity <laughs> birthdays of the week. It's Karen's birthdays. Take it away.
0: Let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Kevin Klein, oh. who turns 68 but can play anywhere from a seriously funny actor to a funny actor who can be taken seriously. Actors are always told to audition for anything because you never know where it will lead you. This premise is that you—the premise of this is that you're auditioning for your next job—and this was true of Phoebe Cates when she auditioned for the part of Chloe in *The Big Chill*. That role mm-hmm. eventually went to Meg Tilly, but that is where she met Kevin Kline, oh. and they have been married ever since. And that was 1989.
1: Wow. I love Kevin Kline, except for that. He's got Phoebe Cates.
0: Oh, ah, can't be ah, all ah, the hell no. Kevin Klein. I think that's fantastic, and he must be a super cool guy. They've been together that entire.
1: Let's find time. out. I guess he was in Last
4: Vegas, produced by our guest, yes. Kevin Klein, <laughs> greatest guy in the world. I, 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 he is the greatest guy in the world, and, and uh, I, I've, I've, I've had the pleasure of working with him twice. Oh, because cool. he was also in The Conspirator, the, Red, oh, yes. the, the Redford movie, and uh, he showed up playing Stanton, and he was unrecognizable. He literally showed up with a beard and spectacles and his hair cut away and it was like literally you'd blink and go like oh my god that's Kevin that's Klein. So awesome. fantastic actor Absolutely. I was going to say
2: did, did you work with mustachioed
4: uh, um, Kevin Klein or that, unmustachioed do you have a mustache right? cause I was
0: just going to say your movie guys <laughs> will like this Kevin Klein inspired he inspired the Kevin Klein mustache principle according to movie critic Roger Ebert uh. Klein always has facial hair in comedies but is clean shaven in his dramatic roles
1: mm.
0: That was I, yes.
1: I, I went through the roof when he won the Oscar. Yeah. Because I mean, a f- <gasps> that part yeah. is Comedy? so funny in A Fish Called Wanda. Uh, you oh, yeah, guys are reading my win. script. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, no, it's
0: perfect. <laughs> Fun fact: You're Kevin Kline is one of the few actors in history to receive the Academy Award for what comedic role? A yes. Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. I don't know. You? I have no idea. He's playing along I know. Guess? Can Gettysburg? you guess? Gettysburg. He did not win for Gettysburg. A Fish Called Wanda, where he was clean shaven. Is that true?
1: No, no, that's mustache.
0: That's mustache. Comedy? Comedy Comedy is mustache. Oh. Just follow the theory there. (laughs) I didn't didn't understand. Next up, let's wish a very happy birthday to Miss Miley Cyrus. Oh, I love her. Who turns 23, (laughs) but she can play anywhere from a hot mess to a hot tamale. Now, I never thought I would say this, but I am looking forward to seeing Miley Cyrus perform on December 3rd at midnight sharp on the Bill Murray Christmas special. Mm. Now- up until now, I haven't followed much of Miley Cyrus's career. I have no problem with her, but I just only know the things that we've heard about in the media and that kind of thing. But thanks to Bill Murray, I'm going to have an open mind about Miley. Here's what Mr. Murray had to say about Miley. I'm going to say this officially. Miley Cyrus is good. I was not particularly convinced Miley Cyrus is so good, but she's really fucking good. She can really sing. I thought she was just a knucklehead crazy girl. You know, the kind of girl you're going on a road trip with who doesn't have ID or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she can really sing. So I want I don't want to hear any more bad rapping on Miley, okay? Okay, Bill, I agree. Bill I no it. more bad rapping on yeah. Miley, because Bill said so. So we're going to check her out.
2: I've got other reasons.
0: And the Bill Murray Christmas special. I, I think she's on there. She's the blonde one. I thought that that oh, yeah, was pink her. or she somebody. She looked fantastic. Yeah. So everyone... We have to make
3: sure that we nice also to her. also in the
2: night before. I think they do a whole joke where that the, the wrecking ball or whatever, there's they a joke, and they oh, joke because about the song. And keep and talking I think they all the sing song. with her at the end. So, I mean, yeah. she, you you know, know, it, Seth Rogen and hey, making um, jokes and Bill Murray. Yeah, um, cool.
0: My friend Leah that I do the Boo sisters with, she would, turned um, me and the other girl on to, Miley does this whole thing in her backyard with different stars that come on and dress in their pajamas okay. and eat pizza. Okay, But <laughs> it, just beside that, Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. They do all these really great live covers in her backyard, and it's kind of cool. So I'm going to listen to Bis- Bill Murray. You listen
1: Jesus. to Bill Murray, and you listen to Seth Rogen. I will. They will not steer you wrong. <laughs> they will
0: not steer me wrong. <laughs> and lastly, let's wish a very happy birthday to Aubrey Peoples, who turns 22 but can play anywhere from Anne Frank in a conversation, Anne Frank Meets God, which is going to be coming out soon, hmm. to Jim from Jem She was and Gem? the holograms That's truly outrageous It is truly, outrageous Truly, truly,
3: outrageous
0: <laughs> As we all know Blumhouse Productions had a little trouble with that Jem uh, G- and the holograms movie the Historical no with. Box Office <clears throat> Bomb But you may have also said Hey, I've seen that Aubrey Peoples before because she was in that other hit Sharknado
2: Oh, everybody was in that. Everybody was in Sharknado. I think I was in that. Has anyone checked? She was with (laughs) Elle Roker? I know.
0: She's up there with the big waves. And I I know that she does a lot of musical theater and that kind of thing, and that's why she got picked to play Gem. And, And you guys, Adam, know how much I love when celebrities sing.
2: People are always asking yes. me, Uh what does Karen really like? And she likes uh, when uh, she doesn't have to pay for a movie herself. I love that. She doesn't
0: have to
1: pay for to movie produce pass. the movie yourself, or herself or, or, or uh, you know, to produce a movie.
2: Oh
0: yeah, I like when the studio's produced. Like likes my other people's money. <laughs> right. Or
1: process anything that's been sold, bought. A process. A process <laughs> Yes. Anything, buy anything. It's been.
0: What else uh, do I like? Slipped into Lloyd and she oh, no. loves
1: when celebrities sing.
0: I, I do, know. and I feel that since *Gem and the Holograms* is pulled from theaters too soon, it's
2: truly outrageous. It is outrageous. I mean, <laughs> I <was saying> truly, <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. I think
0: that we'd like to hear a little of Aubrey People singing us out today with a little song called
2: *Young Blood*. Can I kick it off? Showtime synergy.
0: Did anybody see Jem in the Holograms?
2: I've seen the cartoon. I started watching no. the cartoon again. No. The cartoon's on Netflix. This movie, I have no interest. I just I put it on Saturday mornings. I watch Gem now.
0: That's better than being a brony and watching the, My yeah. Pretty Pony.
2: No, Jem's still pretty fun. Yeah. Let me do a song and episode. It's a lot. 80s syndicated cartoons. <laughs> Not what it sounded That's like. Fantastic. Is there ketar in this? Because there was key- <laughs> oh, a lot of true. keytar in the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of battling keytar in it and there was a, a cartoon called Silverhawks. And there was a guy in space that battled ketar with another girl who had a keytar. Maybe
0: if they did more keytar action, <laughs> the movie would have stayed Maybe in right. theaters That's why
2: longer. They it. Yeah. The Battle of the Space Kitars. Oh, patent pending. Scott and Group. You
0: know what? The next time we see a movie, it's going to have a lot of keytar in it.
3: I'm
2: doing it. He's going to ah. make sure right here. You take that you row it with here. it. I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs>
1: Uh, that's uh, that's it for the Movie Showcast, everybody. Together with the Movie Guys, individually, we are. You can all follow us at Twitter, at The Movie Guys, for daily jokes and links. Also on Facebook.com, slash The Movie Guys, as well as iTunes, Vimeo, SoundCloud, Instagram. All that not. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tweet for you. Thanks okay, to Jeremiah Samuels, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This was fun. Awesome. Thank you. Thank Secret you in Their movie. Eyes is in theaters. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Ford, Jeremiah Decker.
0: loves Lyle Lovett, so that's awesome. I
1: do I, do. Awesome. I love, points. It. I love it. Big points. Oh, and one more thing coming up. Uh, did we skip by the Amy Schumer oh, movie? Oh, Amy
4: Schumer movie. Oh, uh, yes. Early prep. Not much Ooh. Not much more to say than that, okay. but a really yeah. funny movie coming next year. I'm so F-
1: finding out how to set it in Georgia
4: right now, as no, no, we speak. <laughs> we're,
0: we're, this one need, this and one? I yeah. hear Amy plays a guitar
4: in it. Yes, he does. <laughs> and uh, it's a duet. Yeah. Very nice. Will this be the right. follow up to train wreck or did she shoot one in between? No no I, I actually don't know if she's yeah. done anything in between. Not sure. But um this is uh basically uh getting kidnapped in Brazil with her mother. Yes. <laughs> Oh wow! No, and, fun, I and, like funny. It. and funny, and oh, funny, man. Do Good. we know who plays the mother? We do not yet. Okay, all right.
1: Well, there you is. call your agents. <laughs> uh, <they're> motherly <laughs> type
0: wants to play the mother.
1: Also, thanks to Steve Scholz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And as always, we owe everything to Pat, Pat Peach. Peach. Next week, uh, it's December, so that means we're all the closer to Star Wars oh my and God. Bill Murray. I am sure other movies are coming out too. See you then.